Two sisters lived on separate sides of the states. One in NYC and the other LA. They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay. Now here's their playful podcast packed with Kid Lit Parlay. Children's books. Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Hughes 8. Children's books. Why, what, and how? Hughes 8 and Kate will break it down for you now. Kate, do you know how we like our authors on this podcast? Um... Dead or alive, apparently. Dead. We like them dead, Kate. We oh. like them nice and dead. Because when, when an author's dead, or an illustrator's dead, they can't critique our critiques. That's true. That's true, exactly. But we make exceptions. There is an exception to every rule, and once in a while, we like them alive. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what alive people can do? Um, criticize us. <laughs> yes. And they can guest, they can guest on our podcast. And, and Kate, who is our guest today? Do you happen to know? I'll tell you who. Our guest today is Aaron Reynolds. Aaron, thank you so much for joining our You're podcast. You're welcome. I'm, I'm alive still. You are now. at, well, for now. Yes, for now. We, we've had guests on this on this podcast before. We're, we're old hats at, at guests, but you have something notable about you that no Ooh. other guest we have ever had Please tell has. me. We have actually done one of your books. Yeah, it has have, a theme song. Oh. Yes, I made would a like, theme song. Would you like to hear the theme song for your I book? I so would. Are you kidding me? Creepy carrots. Exactly. Yeah, did you ever see like the old '90s commercials for creepy crawlers? Okay. And then the theme song was creepy crawlers. So, okay. so okay. we have adapted right, right. it. So now our oh, goal is so that you can't ever see your own book without now thinking of that song. That's what I do. All That's right. the hope. Thanks for that. That's your hope. That <laughs> for folks who would like to hear that episode, by the way, that was on October 30th, 2017, where we featured Creepy Carrots. We have yet to do its sequel. I'm saving that for a special day. Okay. There, there is a sequel. But it doesn't involve carrots. Celery? <laughs> Almost. But well, not... I mean, it's green. Yeah. We're going to count it. Sure. Yeah. If you were to make... Not so, folks, Kate has actually made a special dessert that I'm going to put on her Instagram account. She has made carrot cookies with eyeballs and eyebrows. And, uh, and some have eyebrows. Some of them had them waxed off. Some of them have waxed off. <laughs> well, some do have eyebrows. Some, some of them do, yes. They've been made little eyebrows with chocolate sprinkles. Uh, so, yes. Yeah, so, if you were to make a dessert for the other one, it would involve uh, celery. And they, they were not creepy tasting. They Thank were, you. were They are not spicy. creepy tasting. They are delicious. Just a little kick in the teeth. Yeah, you. right. Nice. And I just want to mention before we go any further with our guest, Aaron, you've got a bunch of books coming out this year. Yeah, Do you not. This is crazy year. Crazy, crazy. You have like three books coming out. Three books coming oh. out. Yeah. Okay, so we've got the incredibly dead pets. Of Rex Dexter's, and this yeah. is coming out April 28th, I believe. That sounds right. Yep. Yep. I'll take yep. And it has that. a big upside down dead chicken on the cover, so. Yes. Unless that's a rooster. That's, yeah. well, it is a rooster. And then the uh, next, you've got it out on June 30th, a picture book called Rescuing Mrs. Birdley. I appreciate you put my name on that uh, You're in welcome. there. It was You're very welcome. nice of you. Yeah. you. You misspelled my last name a Sorry. little bit, but that's, Sorry. Yes. that's okay. Thanks, um, This Thank is you. a case where a kid is obsessed with these nature programs where people rescue. Uh, animals, you know, wild animals, and, and take them back to their natural environment. And she sees her teacher in the grocery store and proceeds to attempt to capture her teacher yes. and bring outside her back her outside habitat. her natural habitat, which yes. is the classroom. Yes. yes. 
in August, you have, let me see if I'm pronouncing the name of this one uh, correctly. It is uh, Fart Quest, is it? Fart it's Quest. Fart, it is Fart a Quest. fantasy adventure epic. Four books in the series for sure, and mm-hmm. we'll see where we go from there. But exactly. So, Kate, why did we bring Mr. Reynolds here? Oh, to lip sync Britney Spears because I saw that video. I can do that. I, I didn't know how to do that. Video. I still remember the choreography. All right, I'm putting it in the sh- I didn't the bring the rip, rip away pants, though. Oh, the rip away pants were the best. <laughs> you also did Miley, too, which I'm like, I did. okay, I all, did. Right. all right. Next time this you need to do your Lizzo. This was many years hey, ago. Hey, if they asked me back to the Texas. Library Association lip sync battle. Yeah, I will. Uh, I, have I will throw down. I will going to TLA, but I, it, that dream has yet to become a reality. Yes. So, but someday, someday. Wait, what was he, your question? Uh, why is he here? <laughs> oh, <laughs> other than to lip sync? <laughs> yes. Um, to talk about a book that he wants me to read. <gasps> yes, and why is that? What do we do on this podcast, Kate? We read books. Why? <laughs> Why do we read books? Why? I, like I've never asked her this question, except every single podcast. Yeah. Yes. Why? Why do we read books, Kate? Because. No, no, you are not my eight-year-old daughter. No, 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 no. We read these books, Kate, to determine if they are classics right. or if they're crap. Right. We right. rate them on a scale from ten to one. Ten being the best, one being the worst. Right. Based on. Your educated opinion mm-hmm. and my opinion from about five minutes ago. That's great. Right. And uh, so today's book was suggested by Mr. Aaron Reynolds. You ain't never seen nothing like this one. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pull it out of the bag. The day the babies crawl away. Peggy Rathman. Peggy Rathman. The Hermit of Children's Literature. Yes. It's it's not your typical classic. I would agree with that. Okay. Go read that book. Okay. So this book, The Day the Babies Crawled Away, yes. why, did, why did you choose this book? It is a favorite in our house. It, uh, or was when my kids were little. Um, it's a little dark, which mm-hmm. I dig, you know, I really like yeah. that. Like both literally and figuratively, yeah. it's silhouettes. It's, it's a rhyming book, which I typically hate a rhyming picture yeah. book. I'm not a fan of a rhyming you picture book. You have never book. done a rhyming picture book yourself. Uh, I did one, um, Snowbots. Oh, I don't which, remember Snowbots. Yeah, I was going to say it was a it cowboy didn't, versus, it didn't, it um, didn't. pirates, but no. Yeah, yeah. Um... And, uh, but I'm not a fan of rhyming picture books, but this is done in a really funky or unorthodox way. Yeah. Uh, the illustrations are brilliant, it's having hard. all done in silhouette. They it's feel like a amazing. dare. They feel a know, like a dare. Like, right? I'm going to do a book in silhouettes, yeah. and it's not going to be the usual kind. Yeah. <laughs> and I think yeah. it's brilliant in that way. And, uh, and it's kind of, it's kind of got a, it's kind of twisted a little bit, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. but it's got so much heart too at the yeah. end. Like it's, it's the kid saves the day and, mm-hmm. and, uh, it gets appreciated and, you know, the grownups were eating pies and yeah. surprise, surprise, <laughs> not watching their kids. It's basically a book about love, bad parenting. It's, I just love that. Yeah. We'll get into that yeah. another point, but yeah, I just, I just love that so much. Um, Peggy Rathman, do you know much about Peggy Rathman? I know, no, I, I know she did, uh, Officer Buckle mm-hmm. and Gloria, and, yeah. and I know, and I know uh, she did. Um, Good night, gorilla. Thank you. Good yep. night, gorilla. Good night, gorilla. Um, but beyond that, I don't know. Uh, Ten minutes to her. bedtime. Uh, yes, was also hers. That's I, right. That's right. She's she's a very interesting case. Uh, she's someone who, yeah, you know, wins a Caldecott, is putting out, you know, inventive, 
inventive books, mm-hmm. like The Day the Babies Crawled Away. And then just one day just hangs it all up, decides to raise sheep. Is that what happened? That's what she's I wondered, doing like, why, where no, are all her new books? Why she's, is she not she still is writing? She's the Gary Larson, uh, the Bill Watterson of, of picture books. She just hung it all up one day wow. and was like, I'm going to go raise some sheep. Okay. And there's, she's off somewhere, Wyoming or something. Peggy, if you're listening, doing we need more. Oh, she's been told this for years. If she's yeah. not coming back by now, she ain't. I, I, I like love the idea of her just like just popping up one day. The day the like, baby's yeah. called away was just like a. It's like a whole. New Apparently, she just wanted to end up on top. She was just like, "Well, I peaked, and yeah. I'm just going to leave." This is like, <laughs> how could I even got this? I'm going out on a high note, and then she just did. And to a certain extent, I just respect that. I'm yeah. like. Hey man, follow your dream. If you want to yeah. go raise some sheep, you yeah. go do that thing. She does have a website, okay. which I assume she has someone else run. It's like PeggyRathman.com or something like that. It's real bare bones, real basic. It's fascinating. Not a lot going on there. It's fascinating. And yeah, it's just, she is she's endlessly fascinating to me. That's she is. Something. I was going to say she's the Stephen Gamble of children's literature. I'm like, oh wait, no, Stephen Gamble is the Stephen Gamble of children's literature, and he's still creating. So never mind. I'm gonna. Not that. She's not that. But she's... Yeah, no, no. There's there's something about someone who just decided just to not do something yeah. anymore that just makes people like me want to know more. Right, <laughs> To a yeah. certain extent, but... And I'm done. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Welcome back to Thanks. the table that we can't touch. Yes. <laughs> Don't ditch the table. I am not touch the table. I My read a book. My like all the way down here. That's it. I read a book. You read a book? Yeah. Good a, for you. It babies and pie. Babies and pie. I but like babies one of those are not things. in the pie because that would be gross. <laughs> what did? Yes. Isn't there like a kid story about kids being in pie? Oh well, probably there's a Maury Sendak somewhere, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what about um? Well, no, that's cake. But but uh, remember the night? Hansel and Gretel don't they get made into pie? Or... Well, no, they never actually make it. Oh. Into the pie. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. Anyway, dark, dark version sorry. of Hansel and Gretel. Getting off topic. I read this book. Babies crawled away. The, the day. day. The babies the day. crawled away. Because it was a day. It was. And how does that book begin? Um, well, even before we get to the title page, I noticed every house has a silhouette of a parent and a baby. And I'm like, what is in the water? <laughs> <laughs> that everyone got pregnant at the exact same time. <laughs> to be fair, our it's main character... Dangerous, it's not Flint, but it's a dangerous neighborhood. No, but our main character clearly is older than the babies. Yes. He's I mean, like, yes. he can walk. Yeah. Right. He could be like a... a, a He's Late like elementary, yeah. Like a, I'm, I'm seeing him oh. like fourth grade. Really? Because I see him as like four. I four. Was five. Oh. I think four. He's got short little. Like when his mom like picks him up and puts him on his lap, he's really short. But yeah, and I think okay. they live in San Francisco because look at that hill that their houses they do are have built hills. on. They do have big hills. Lots of hills. For people that don't know this book, it's all silhouettes, and the only color that you see in the book is the sky. And so you can tell. I like how you can tell throughout the day, it changes because the color of the sky changes. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. Um, However, we get to... Oh, no, she said however. (laughs) There will be a couple whoever. There will be a lot. Um, So many however. On the, what do you call this, the dedication page? Yes. Aren't you good? Thank you. No, you lingo. There's a silhouette of a dog that is doing what I believe to be Cat's Cradle. No, you know what? This is unfair. This is so unfair to you, Kate. I really should have read these books in order. So this is by Peggy Rathman. She did a Caldecott Award-winning book 
called Officer Buckle and Gloria about and a policeman and his police dog. And the policeman is He's the guy getting, getting the thing. Candy. And the whole book is about he will be talking and she'll be doing like awesome stuff behind his back where he can't see. I believe she's signing an autograph. Oh. If I'm not completely mistaken, it's, it's, I like my theory better. It's a I know inside it, joke. it makes sense. It's, it's, it's dog, an inside not relevant. joke. Dog, yeah. cat's cradle. I yeah. did wonder if you would yeah. notice it. I was going to bring it up I if you had. I didn't notice everything. I know. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Well, it starts off with um, someone is telling a story to the main character. Yeah. Do you remember when this happened? When all the babies crawled away? Because we were all too busy eating pie, apparently. It was a pie-eating contest. Right. And so the kid who is between the ages of four and yeah. 14. No, I 14. think you're right. I think he's, he's four-ish he's now. He's a very short He's got the fire, the, the fire hat on. So oh, yeah. The yeah. fire hat. Yeah. He's, he's trying to tell so. all these babies, hey, come back to your parents. Stop crawling away. And the babies are like... Forget you, I'll do what I want. So, <laughs> They're chasing butterflies. As babies do. But he yeah. himself isn't truly invested in getting the babies because he's distracted by this caterpillar, which is going to be the crow's lunch. I mean, oh, yeah, Let's yeah, yeah. be fair. I the agree. crow is looking at the caterpillar. The crow's just waiting. I don't Yeah, it's just a matter of time before yeah. the kid puts it down. So, but meanwhile, no one is paying attention to the kid that's going to poke the wasp's nest. And uh, well, no, they're chasing bees, so it's a, bee, it's a beehive. Oh, that's not much better. I mean, that th- baby is. They're quite big, so. Yeah. <laughs> are we sure that they're bees? Um, well, these are very what small babies. What if the kid is allergic? What if he gets pricked and hey, then he gets an allergic reaction? The lesson is parents don't interpret eating contests. And then he dies, exactly. and then as we go through the story, one by one, the babies die off until there's just. What is this, Willy well, Wonka and the dark, chocolate it's, factory? It's like, ish so story. It's very like, dark. It's like so Agatha style. Christie, and then there were nine. Yeah, no, no, this is not. Oh. No, oh, you're not allowed to. Okay, so no one dies. Book. Got it. No, no one dies. No one, no one dies. dies in this time. because of clever solutions. Like exactly. That the little kid comes up. With. Well, then they say they crawled into a bog chasing frogs, and I really wish that there had been a silhouette of a baby with frog legs hanging out of its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's... What, like Baby Yoda? Oh. Oh wait, have you not seen Baby Yoda? Well, there's frog legs sticking out of Baby Yoda's mouth, right? I know, but it's different when it's Baby Yoda versus babies. Okay, but babies. I'm saying, like, if you're talking, like, if you're referencing a baby with frog legs coming out of its mouth, there is one place you go to with that, and that is Baby Yoda. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So then, so, so then we get to the nightmare page. <laughs> nightmare? <laughs> my, my nightmare page. Oh, because it's you don't like bats. Your personal nightmare. Well, no, no, no. It, they crawled into, it says they crawled into a cave, you cried, babies behave, but the babies love bats. So the babies just waved. Okay, so you got like our main character at the bottom of this hill pointing at all these babies that are now in a cave. But then there's this one creepy baby. She's this always is, hanging upside down. Have you noticed that she's in every oh. single scene she's upside down? Well every single scene? I I noticed something at the end, but we'll get oh, to okay, it. Right. Um, so oh, I, so okay. this is this is yeah. my nightmare baby. Okay. okay. I now deem this nightmare baby. <laughs> That's actually accurate, I would say. Because the eyes are glowing. One baby has glowing eyes. This I can't argue that. It's terrifying. Yeah. And then we get to a point where they've apparently fallen off a cliff. And yet none, That's of, a problem. Them, yeah. none of them are dead. I don't understand. <laughs> well, How have they not all died? Babies bounce a lot. 
How did they They're bounce very backwards? I'm not sure how that baby got there. I'll be perfectly frank. The others jumped into the nest. Yeah, the others I, jumped in, or fell into the nest. I understand that. But then when you have a baby that somehow like changed gravity and physics to somehow go backwards on and sit on a ledge. One of the things that they have come across has followed them. Butterfly, frogs, bats. I never mm-hmm. noticed mm-hmm. that. The bird now. The baby bird that was in uh-huh. the nest. I read this book a lot and I never noticed that. That's awesome. So they've decided, well, so this kid has saved all the babies from the nest. And now they're all. <laughs> I love that shot. And now they're all hungry. <laughs> Their little mouths. They all look like baby birds, like the baby bird at the bottom. That, yep. Yeah. Even the frog. Yeah, they, they are, they're all hungry. Yeah. So he, I'm assuming it's a boy, mashes up some blackberries and then they all take a nap on top of this boy because... <laughs> the most patient boy in the entire world. <laughs> right? I don't know any small boys that would allow this to happen. But so. then he creates a sling. So this is my nightmare page. Uh, uh, this is my uh, nightmare page, yes. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> he creates a sling yeah. of all of their dirty diapers. It doesn't, it doesn't say, say dirty diapers. It doesn't say dirty Let's be clear. We are well into the evening now. <laughs> You think that they haven't done anything all day? No, I am. I am aware of that. I have had a child that age. And it and looks they... like the branch is gonna break. I mean, I'm surprised it's holding up. What do you think? They're this very is? tiny babies. He's improvising. He's, he's, he's MacGyvering it. He's, he is MacGyvering it. Parents aren't on hand. It's but Why this, are there no search parties in the background? That's an That's excellent. What I want to know, right? It's an excellent the whole day has gone by. One word. It's a really long one pie word. contest. Pie. 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 I mean, it yeah. was good pie. Need I say more? Bad parenting. But then they get to the page, remember the way they followed you home that day. So they must have used the slang. They got back up, and they're kind of like retracing their steps mm-hmm. back to the pie festival. That's my favorite. It says, on their brave little knees, which makes me think, oh, those are disgusting. They are bloody. Because they, <laughs> they, <laughs> they've been crawling on their knees in really the forest. They've been toddling. Knees. I saw some toddlers there. There were some toddlers. On their well, right, little yeah, knees, right, Betsy. Right. Their brave little knees. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It, they they are dirty. They are bloody. They are scratched <laughs> I don't up. Like, that. like I'm surprised that they. I mean, if I were these babies, I would have been like, you can find me at the tree. You can pick me up. This is why I write for kids. <laughs> You're like the classic example of why I write for kids. Because <laughs> kids go with you. You're yeah, like psychoanalyzing. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's her thing. So here's the thing about this page, and this is what is amazing to me about this page, is that, generally speaking, publishers do not like it if you have the characters go from right to left. In fact, I've mentioned this before, that when John Klassen did I Want My Hat Back, there's a moment where the bear runs against the pages. And he said later, he got away with it in that book, but when later he did extra yarn, and the guy steals the yarn, and then the yarn is being sent back to him, he couldn't have the yarn go back the way it came. He had to completely reverse the book so the yarn also traveled from left to right. So I wonder if this could be done today, if anyone would let you go from right to left on a page like this. Huh. So then we get to the point where they're back at the pie, More pie. contest. They've decided <laughs> to give this little kid the trophy because he saved all these babies. Mm-hmm. And at the end, it says, remember the way I carried you home to bed. You were thirsty and tired and your little eyes were red. You told me your story. So then I'm thinking, okay, did the kid's parents just take everything this kid said as Bible? Like, everything he said was true. These are the most irresponsible parents. (laughs) 
And they believe everything this kid said, but to be honest, if I had to choose between a pie and a baby, oh, I'm choosing the pie. To be fair, the mom clearly won the pie-eating contest. No, no, no. The kid won the trophy. Oh, that's his trophy. They that is oh, they his gave it to him. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I mistook. Okay. I love the shot of her, like, you know, kissing his little, his little um, fireman, hat. fireman hat, which is so sweet. And the caterpillar is there mm-hmm. eyeing this yeah. pie trophy, which then made me think, hmm... Is this the part where the caterpillar eats the pie and then becomes the hungry caterpillar? Then he gets a great big stomach ache. <laughs> yeah, because he, he does eat a nice slice of leaf. pie. He does eat a slice of pie. So secretly, That's a trophy, the trophy hung- though. I like. It's not a pie. It's a trophy. Well, maybe he was secretly at the pie eating contest the entire time, <laughs> and uh, he's going to turn into the, 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 that butterfly that I'm not going to say yes. Around. I'm he's... not going to say no. Anyway, here's the creepiest part: oh, is yeah. at the very end when uh, you see the silhouettes of everyone in their house again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alien baby with alien parent. How are they not vampires? They're I, vampires, right? I they're hanging they're, upside down in their home. I think they're aliens, judging by like it's kind of like the way the hair is That's up. That's her with the ponytail. Bow. She's got I that know. up. This is like okay. You say vampires, <laughs> I say aliens. Either way, well, super obviously creepy. Aaron has to do the, the deciding vote. So what are they? Aliens or, or vampires? Or uh, I think they're doing yoga. <laughs> yoga from I like a bar. Yoga. From a bar. Yeah. Well, we know the baby is capable the, of hanging the upside Batman down because it's got the whole time. Whatever, that mm. you're hanging from upside oh, I like down. it. I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah, yoga. Yeah. I, I, I right. love that because it's uh, yeah, it it's one of those things that kids adore where where it's like it doesn't make any logical sense. Nope. You know, it becomes their most favorite part where yeah, they yeah, yeah. go through the whole book looking for the, the baby that's hanging upside down and everything. Oh, yeah. And this is one of those, to me, this is one of those books that you can read 50 times oh, yeah. and just look for stuff. And, uh, yeah. And the writing works, like the rhymes. It's are, so yeah. good. Yeah. It's so hard. I to hate rhyme, rhyme but yeah. it's so good. Rhyme is so hard to do, like because some people try to do like the Doctor Seuss thing, and you're like, please, please right. don't. Yes. Please stop. But this one, and there's another book uh, that does really funky rhyme called Brave Potatoes. It's older. Uh, yes. And oh my funky gosh. rhyme. Real I haven't thought about rhyme. Brave Potatoes in yeah. years. Yeah. So now is it ratings time? It's ratings time. Okay. Ratings so is the part, time. and you get You're to very do... grossed out by it. I can see oh, on your face. No, You're very no. grossed out. By I, this that's book. not a bad thing for me. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I will give my, but I think you should give it a rating as well on a scale from one to ten. Ten mm-hmm. being the best book ever written. It's a classic. It should be on everyone's bookshelf. It should be passed down from generation to generation. To a one, it's crap. It's awful. It should be banned. This is the worst book that's ever been written. We should forget it ever existed. Where would you put it on the scale? It's not the best book I've ever read that everyone, you know, in the universe, but it's definitely on the seven to eight range for Mm -hmm. me in Mm -hmm. terms of quirky, um, well-written, clever, brilliantly illustrated in a very unique way. One of those books that stands completely out from every other book that would be in a classics list. So I'm going to give it a solid 7.5. I like it. I, I agree. Uh, as someone who has to read all the picture books published in a given year, and they just blend together, a lot of them, and then the ones that stand out just like leap up, this one stands out so well. Um, as you say, the writing, the art, the weirdness of it. I love the weirdness. A book that's not afraid to be a little weird I love that. Is, is a book you got to respect yeah. because it's so easy to play it safe yeah. and do the same thing. We've seen all the tropes over and over. Um, so I'm going to give it a 7.59. Ooh. Okay. I planned that one. 
I like the silhouettes. Mm -hmm. I like the use of color to show the time of day. I like the rhyming. I'm not going to remember the title except Babies in a Way. That's all you need, really. There's really nothing else that has Babies in a Way in it. So. But would I consider this a classic? Classic. Um, I like the story, but I don't think it's the best book you've ever given me. Sure. Um, I don't think well, it's the best book I've ever was, given you either. Yeah. That that's, that's a bar. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that was creepy carrots. <laughs> and I think I'm giving I think I gave creepy carrots a higher rating than I'm giving this. I'm uh-huh. giving this a five point five. Ooh, yeah. Oh, not bad though. It's, it's above a five. Yowch. It's above a five. It's so it's five. still a classic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anything yes. above a five is a classic. I don't want to know now what you gave creepy carrots. Oh, you would like the creepy carrots episode. <laughs> we, we gave it a nice like she loved creepy characters. Oh, good. So yeah. I like weird. This yeah, yeah. This, this is weird. This is definitely different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't consider this one of my top favorites. Right, that's fair. But that's I, fair. But, but it I is like a classic. It. Hooray! It's a classic. It's a classic. Yes. Yes. Fantastic. What number range gets gets into the classics? Range? Everything five up. Yeah. This one. This one's. Oh, it's well in. Letters time. Letters time. Um. So our first letter comes from our mother. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Uh, This is in reference to the last book we did, Hand, Hand, Fingers, Thumb, uh, where we speculated as to whether or not we had read it uh, as children. And my memory is that Mom claims we didn't and that Dad claims we did. Uh, Mom has responded. Her exact words are, Nope, nope, nobody, nope, nope, nope. (laughs) Never had it, never would. (laughs) That's a little vague. I'm not sure if we had it or not. So yeah, yeah. we should probably check back on that. I will. I will get back to you on that. I'm okay. going to consult Dad on that one. <laughs> Good. All right. Next up, Lark. She says, "Hello, my friends. Long time no talk to, but of course I've been listening, and you are always clever and amusing." Oh, yes, we are. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I wonder if the issue with Clifford. So this is when we did Clifford the Big Red Dog. Uh-huh. Is what they call the Star Wars issue. Whenever I show the original Star Wars film to young people, they are unimpressed. There have been so many advancements in special effects and CGI, they do not appreciate what a new, unique thing Star Wars was. It paved the way for all of the science fiction, action, and superhero films we have today, but they don't get that. Their vision is obscured by the films of today, and they don't get that Star Wars was the original. Is it possible that Clifford's success was because he was unique in 1963? Did they have cartoonish simple picture books of this kind then yes the story is bland but the format may have been such a new and different thing that it was amazing at the time perhaps we don't even notice the innovation of the book now because we have bob shea and llama llama and Maisie and chris roshka and christian robinson and oodles of other picture books about cute cartoonish animals i would have to research to see if this is true it's just a theory i don't know (laughs) clifford man maybe there were, there were cartoonish things. There they had was to. Sid they Hoff, had to have done. Sid Danny and the Dinosaur. I mean, they made a billion of them. Well, I Dr. Mean, Seuss like hired every animator from the studios that he worked in for the easy books anyway. So we certainly on the easy book side had... I mean, Dr. Seuss himself was considered cartoonish. You know, all those Dr. Seuss books. I mean, I guess Clifford was redder. There was, there was more to the huge. red. I mean, it, it, when you think about it like that, it's a, it was a novel. It, it's a ridiculous premise. Yeah. This dog yeah. as big as a house. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's just Clifford. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a, for, for like early 60s, that's a ridiculous premise. Yeah, it has its own internal logic. So maybe that had a lot going for it. And that's a good they point. made like how many sequels? So it must have done. Oh, a gazillion. Yeah. Yeah, like, they're still I making mean, them. That's where the stories day, yeah. start to get bland because yeah. 
there's, there's no only so much you can do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And you, Kate, were able to find many fine, weird things about that book when we read it. Oh, the, plenty. Plenty. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, the drool tent, for one thing. All right, and one more here from Ashley Tree about hand-hand uh, fingers-thumb. She says, My husband and I have been reading this to our one-year-old, and this part, she is referring to the picture of all the millions of monkeys, millions of drums. <laughs> she says, This part always freaks us out. Out. I'm with you. Yeah. It is creepy. It's a little nightmarish. You have millions of drums so and millions gleeful. of monkeys. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> monkeys are coming. Monkeys are coming. It's like a scene from uh, Battle of, of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's definitely the rise of the Planet yeah, of the Apes, yeah. but with drums, yeah. which would have been so much more awesome in right. the film if they yeah. all had like drums and bagpipes and they were coming to take us over. Bagpipes? Yeah, bagpipes, man. I'm sorry, you can't have drums that's without not, bagpipes. That's I'm sorry. scary. Bagpipes that's are like totally scary. No, they're not. I will the tell you, I, I practically have hand-hand fingers, thumb memorized. Yeah, my yeah, kids yeah. wanted to read it a ton. Yeah. And yet, at the same time, I'm with you that it is a bit of a horrifying book. It's a bit horrifying, but it gets in your brain. It You're does. never going to forget it, that. Oh, it's brilliant. I could recite it from memory right of, now, yeah. Uh, musicality. Yeah, it's nuts. It's great. But super All creepy. Right. Yeah. Those yes. fingers, those long fingers. Dude. Oh, there's such long Dude. fingers. Yeah. All right. And this is part of the podcast called Grown Up Things We Like, where we talk about things that have nothing to do with children's books in any way, shape, or form that I usually cheat on. Right. So I've recently been turned on to a new TV show called Miracle Workers. Have you heard of it? Daniel Radcliffe, um, Steve Buscemi. It's about like a bunch of not necessarily angels, but they're all like influencing what happens on Earth. And Steve Buscemi plays God. It's a comedy. It's very funny. It's on <laughs> TBS, and they're doing the second season where it's the entire. It's the same actors, but it's an entirely different premise. And they're in medieval. They're in the Dark Ages. So it's yeah. Wait, I, how many seasons of this already exist? The two. They're in the second season right now. Where does this play? Where one might find us? It's on TBS. You can oh. watch it on Hulu. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. I like Steve Buscemi as God. I well, like what's it called I mean, again? It's called Miracle Workers. Okay. Check that it is out. awesome, and I'm a little shocked that I haven't heard of it till now. And Daniel Radcliffe is, like, the main guy, and... It's 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 a good it's a good story. I'm, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil anything. Mine is I'm actually alternating between two shows that I'm watching right now, kind of at the same time, and they're they're a little different, a little tiny bit different. Um, on the one hand, you have The Mandalorian, so I'm watching that. I'm enjoying it very much. It's a good western, which is you know all a space western. I like that. And then on the other hand, I alternate it with Fleabag. Um. So I've got my Mandalorian on the one hand, which, as language goes, that's G. And then you got and Hot you get, Priest on the other and side. I got, I have, no, no, Hot Priest is season two. I have not yeah. gotten that. Oh, part. I don't <gasps> that far yet. I know. I'm I only prefer on... season one. Do you have a grown-up thing you'd like to share? Oh, let's see. I got a couple, I think. Um, I love the show Catastrophe, uh, but it's. I think they just did their last season three, three or four, and it's about a, a guy, an American guy who has a business trip to London. And he's there for a week, and he hooks up with this Irish girl, and um, they have sex all week, and they have an amazing time, and then he goes back home, and then she gets pregnant. And he, uh, or she gets pregnant from him while he's there. And she calls him and says, and he moves back to London, and they just decide to get married. Wow. And, oh, that's, that's a minute. And, and, there it's, and it's totally just wacky-doo and, and ridiculous and over the top, and yet they somehow make it work. And 
it's uh, very unexpected, very funny. And uh, so I, I like that one. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. Thank you. Uh, just look that up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you don't like it's one of those premises that it's like nobody would do that today. And, <laughs> Actually, but they, and then they just do. And I know someone who did that. Yeah. Not that extreme. Yeah. Um, but it was definitely a dating. I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. Eh, what the heck? Yeah, yeah. Let's move in and get married. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm also really loving um, Carnival Row. I do know the Cara Delvine. Yes, the um, fairies and the yeah, and the, it's Is that very, Orlando Bloom. Uh, Orlando Bloom, yeah. 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 It's very, uh, you know, fictional old London. Uh, fairies are real, and oh, um, I was hearing my brain is F E R R I E S. Fairies. Like fairies. being ferried from yeah, one place from to another. Oh, no. yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, well, that doesn't yeah. sound fairies. very interesting. Fairies <laughs> are <laughs> real. Yeah, I've been on a ferry. I think we've been on a ferry at some point, yeah. Aaron. I don't no. think it's that debatable <laughs> if they're real or not. Oh. 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 So that I'm, sounds much I'm, more interesting. I'm ready for uh, season two <laughs> on that, yeah. Oh, that's very cool. And uh, and I'm about to start book three of The Scythe series. Oh, yeah. We, uh, the have minute, you read the third one? I have not okay. because it's YA and I don't read YA. I can tell you that when those books are ever sent to me, because I get a lot of galleys and stuff, yeah. um, I have people killing one another to get the copy that I have gotten because I'm not going to read it. So I'm like, who yeah. wants it? And just, it's like Hunger Games. We're like, I will get it! So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. so you're, you're just on three right now. Now, is it a trilogy um, the, or was it, it a... The third one is out and I'm a little late to the party. That's I, uh, all right. It's I just, Neil Schusterman, I believe. It is. Wrote this. I yeah. had to reread book one and two uh, mm-hmm. because it's been a while since I've read them. But oh, they were read very them. worth rereading. I haven't, and, I haven't uh, read a Neil Schusterman since... Downsiders, so I should probably catch up. It's really good. Book uh, one's better than book two. I'm mm-hmm. hoping book three takes off again. Cool. I've heard good things about it. So wonderful. Well, I think we've exhausted the day the babies ran away. I think we've exhausted our guest, uh, Aaron Reynolds, <laughs> uh, who was kind enough to, to come here and join us here. And uh, yeah, I think we've exhausted you. There's Kate. only one thing left to do. What's that? Have a lip sync off. That's, that's gonna I will include. <laughs> I don't know where I put my money. Kate. I don't know where I put my money. But that's all right. Because in the meantime, I've been Betsy. I'm Kate. Bye. Fuse Eight and Kate is a Fuse Number Eight production. You can reach us at fusekate8 at gmail.com. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at fuse underscore kate. You can follow us on Instagram at fuse eight kate. That's fuse number eight kate. Follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Head and Kime, and our creepy carrot is Drew Atienza. Fuse 8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Byrne.